Chapter Four of Barry Blake of the Flying Fortress by Gaylord Dubois. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four. Lieutenant Rip Van Winkle. Chick's actual elimination from basic training school did not occur for a few days. Captain Branch's recommendation had to be confirmed by the stage commander, who first flew with the unhappy cadet in a final test his report duly filed with those of chick's instructors and his flight commander must be reviewed at the next meeting of the elimination board all this took time on the evening before chick was to hear the verdict barry and hap made a special effort to cheer him up being washed out is no disgrace fella barry said to him it doesn't mean that you're kicked out of the air force only that you can't be a pilot you'll get your officer's commission just the same in some other classification so why worry chick's homely face cracked in a wan smile he had not regained his natural colour since the ground loop that wrecked his plane the freckles stood out more plainly than usual on his snub nose i hope you're right barry he said huskily it's only under the hood that i go to pieces ever since that time i got the itch in the link trainer instrument flying gives me the jitters if it doesn't carry over to advanced training school it won't chick hap newton assured him stoutly what course have you picked for a first choice photography navigation or communications you're better than most in buzzer code why don't you ask for the advanced course in radio that would be my second choice hap enders replied bombardment's my preference though next to being a pilot i'd like to dish it out to the enemy in big explosive chunks i've already told captain branch he'll put in a good word for me and listen you bums don't think i haven't appreciated the way you've helped a man's got no right to be downhearted with a couple of friends like you the next day chick came into the room with a broad grin bombardment school for me he announced i'm leaving tonight the board didn't question captain branch's recommendation now it's all settled i'm almost as happy as if i'd passed all my pilot tests only thing i hate is leaving you fellows and-and the grand bunch of officers that we've had here at the field they tried to make me feel as if they didn't like to say good-bye either they meant it chick barry blake exclaimed softly student pilots aren't just so much grist through the mill not as our teaching officers see us they're real and personal friends of each cadet who'll meet them halfway it's a big honor to know men like that parting with chick enders was a hard wrench for his roommates as he boarded the bus for san antonio that evening they realized that they might be seeing him for the last time in a world war of many fronts only a rare coincidence would bring them all together again happy landings you goons chick gulped as he gripped their hands pick your targets fella and remember us when you're dropping blockbusters on tokyo barry replied yeah well we'll be right behind you with some more of em grinned hap newton as the bus door slammed shut a few days after chick's departure for bombardier school graduation separated the two remaining roommates barry whose cool quick brain and steady nerves would have fitted him for either fighter or bombardment flying was allowed to choose the latter hap newton's one hundred and eighty-five pounds removed him automatically from the pursuit class recommended to twin engine school at ellington field he said good-bye to barry in the flying cadets club in san antonio we'll keep in touch hap barry promised and there's just a chance we'll meet up before this war is over 
keep eager you stick mauler i'm taking off for kelly field now set him down easy you old sky jazzer hap smiled if you don't i'll come along and lay an egg right on your tail assembly barry blake strode away with a lump in his throat he'd have to get used to parting with good friends he told himself the air forces were like that sometimes a flyer had to watch his squadron members torch down under enemy fire that was a lot tougher than shaking hands for the last time with a grin and a wisecrack time to lay a new course now for kelly field and a pair of silver wings for barry the nine weeks at kelly field passed even more swiftly than those at randolph his acquaintance among his fellow cadets widened considerably yet perhaps unconsciously he avoided making friends so intimate that good-byes would be painful from training planes he graduated to handling the steady reliable b-25 bombers taking off flying and landing these medium bombers presented problems quite different from those he had met at randolph field barry caught on quickly gathering every scrap of skill he had ever learned his mind sensed the right maneuver the correct touch on each control you're cut out for a fortress pilot blake his instructor told him you're naturally methodical at the same time you're as quick to grasp a new emergency as any cadet i've ever seen tomorrow you'll shift to the old b-17 she has no tail turret but for training purposes she handles like the newer types barry was more thrilled than he cared to show since pre-flight school he had envied the pilots who flew the big flying forts the famous b seventeen f's when the hour came that he actually sat at the controls of his fortress he knew beyond all doubt that these were the ships for him the quadruple thunder of the bomber's forty eight hundred horses was sweeter in his ears than a pipe organ fugue first in the co-pilot's seat he learned the exact touch needed on the throttles the turbos the rpm adjustments to keep the winged giant's airspeed constant this for accurate bombing would be a most important factor next he learned exactly how to follow the boeing's pdi or pilot director indicator which kept the ship straight on her course with not the slightest change of altitude while the bombardier sighted his target his final lessons included setting down and taking off on small rough fields under war conditions many a bomber pilot has escaped destruction by knowing just what his ship can do in a pinch barry blake was now as ready as any training school could make him what he longed for now was actual combat the take-off before dawn on a real bombing mission the swift descent on the enemy city camp or convoy the blasting of his bombs on the target the sight of enemy fighter planes falling apart before his ship's guns but where would it be europe africa the south pacific or the aleutian chain barry had hoped for a few days furlough after receiving his commission a week at home would be like a taste of paradise after these seven crowded months even five days with dad and mom and the kid's sister would be worth the heartache of saying good-bye again yet at the last moment he learned that this was not to be like a flooding tide the mighty crest of america's war effort was sweeping everything before it more planes than ever were needed at the fighting front more planes were going there and that meant more pilots twenty-four hours was the limit of barry blake's time at home it was like a dream walking up craryville's old main street 
barry felt like a beardless rip van winkle he had left there a green kid of eighteen now an inch taller and ten pounds heavier he passed neighbors who didn't know him until he spoke and speaking to them he hardly knew himself professor blake's gangling offspring who'd been the high school valedictorian who had jerked sodas on saturdays in the corner drug store what had that self-conscious kid in common with lieutenant barry blake pilot of multi-engined bombing airplanes there was mom and dad he'd never be different to them or they to him to the kid's sister he was a hero of course but betty was only fourteen she'd changed too in the past seven months barry wondered what in the world she'd be like when he came back again after the war if he did come back there wasn't time for such thoughts though half of his twenty-four hour visit was gone already when the train pulled out of Craryville next morning barry the high school kid was only a dim memory in the mind of lieutenant blake his orders were to report at seattle washington where he would join the crew of a new b seventeen f as co-pilot it was better far better to keep his thoughts fixed on that otherwise recalling the good-byes just ended would be a bit too much to bear End of chapter four